0: Welcome to the Sunday Morning Podcast from Kingdom Faith Church in Burgess Hill. Brilliant. The voice in the noise. Uh, we we want to know the voice, don't we? And, and that all comes in the context of, of relationship, which we've been looking at over the last... Few weeks now, this morning. Uh, I'm we're gonna have a great time this morning. We've got Pastor Jonathan Dyke with us, whoop, whoop. and uh, it's great to have you here. <laughs> it's with good us. to be here, fella. Yeah, it's gonna be oh, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, it's gonna be good. So, oh, yeah. we're, we're gonna be looking at, and continuing on this conversation of the voice of faith uh, versus the voice of fear or doubt or unbelief, and that the challenge that we have at times because. Remember what we said the other day, whoever we give the mic to in our lives is the one that has the loudest voice at that moment. And we constantly want to be giving the mic to Jesus, obviously, to the Holy Spirit. And and we want His voice to be the loudest voice in our hearts and lives, because whatever the loudest voice is will drown out the other voices. The loudest one will cut through, the clearest one all cut through so we're going to continue on that whole uh, that whole theme this morning but just before we get into the conversation and and maybe a bit of the journey that pastor jonathan's been on over the last couple of years to do with a a health challenge and what god said to him and did and worked in him through that process Uh, It's going to be great just to hear some more nuggets and principles and they're all in the context of relationship with God. So this morning, although we're going to be looking uh, around a a kind of health challenge, the message isn't just about healing. Uh, I believe that many people are going to receive healing this morning. So just get ready, whether mental, emotional, physical. Uh, I know we're in agreement together this morning. Oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, for people to receive uh, from, from the Lord this morning. But you could, you're going to be able to apply a lot of what JD is going to be speaking about uh, in your life, whether it's a healing scenario or not. So just to frame this morning, uh, we know that fear has, a, has tries to have a loud voice, particularly at the moment with everything going on. And Pastor Colin brought a brilliant message a couple of weeks ago where he broke down five voices in our, in our lives. Three are negative, two are positives. There's a couple of slates that are going to come on the screen now. And uh, the first one is this, where he said self Enemy and the world are three voices that in our lives that generally are negative, okay, but they cause fear. They cause all sorts of other things, but fear, doubt, apprehension are some of the things that those three voices. Uh, cause in our lives, okay? Now, there were two other voices that we hear, two that are very, very positive and are always positive. One was the Word, the Word of God. The second was the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And what do those two things do? The Word of God and the Holy Spirit, they produce faith in our lives. They activate who God is in us so that God rises up in us. Uh, in a situation and not other things rise up in us. So what is, are what is some of the things that, that fear does and can try and cause in our lives, okay? So fear focuses on the negative, all right? Always in this context would want to say, hey, you're sick, you're unwell, you're not going to get out of it. Look no. at the circumstances, look at the symptoms. And so fear says, look at the symptoms. Look at what's going on in you because often when God speaks, he often doesn't speak about the symptoms. He'll speak about something uh, in our lives that he knows is the thing that we need to hear from him. And the the fear says, look at the symptoms, uh, but God says, no, look at who I am and hear what I'm going to say. Okay, fear also wants you to, uh, fear seeks to stop faith being released because what the enemy knows is once faith is released and activated in our lives, we're going to move forward. There's going to be release. There's going to be breakthrough. Something is going to change until that moment. If he can keep us in fear or anxiety or looking at ourselves, then he's trapped us. He's got us. And so fear wants to stop faith being released. And fear also, as we said last week, focuses on what we call the faith gap. So you might be here in your life, God says this, and you're going to move from here to here. Sometimes that happens in a moment. Other times it seems to take a period of time and God will always use the circumstances and situations in our life to prove who he is and for us to grow in trust and relationship with him, okay? And so there's a scripture that can undergird all this for us. 2 Timothy 1 verse 7, where where Paul is right Into Timothy, one of his his leaders, somebody he's raising up as a disciple, as a leader, he says, For God did not give us the spirit of fear or the spirit of intimidation, but the spirit of power, of love, and of a sound mind. So when you know God, this is the spirit that you have in you the one of power, love, and of a sound mind. So power overcomes, love knows that I'm accepted, this is who I am. And therefore, uh, the power can get released because there's confidence in the one uh, that we are in. But then also, we have a sound mind. We can think right, we can live right, and we can speak right in in different ways. Okay. And then before we kind of open out for our conversation with Jonathan, sitting there on the edge of his seat, waiting to say, chat. Faith focuses on the positive. So faith says Jesus is your healer or Jesus is your provider or Jesus is the answer in the situation. Faith focuses on what God says, okay? Because what God says is the true reality and, and the purpose that He wants to release into our lives. And then faith also enables us to receive. Uh, When when, when we have fear going on in our lives, it's very, very difficult to receive. And so what we do is we have to throw off that fear. We yield ourselves to the Lord and then we listen to him. And then faith enables us to receive what God wants to do in our lives. And then finally, faith takes us into God's reality in our lives. Because fear says the symptoms are the reality. Look, and if you believe what God says, oh, that's unreal, that's ridiculous, because it's not real, it's not really happening. And so there's a substance that God releases in our life, and the substance is faith. Right. What is faith? It's Him speaking into our lives to reveal His will and His purpose, and that becomes the substance that then overtakes the symptom, if we can put it that way, or whatever's happening in our life. So there's just a little bit to give context this morning to, to our conversation we're going to have today. So, uh, so JD, great to have you with hey, us. Hey, it's good to see you. That was that's amazing. Keep going. <laughs> Now, those of you that don't know Pastor Jonathan, uh, Pastor Jonathan leads the congregation in Worthing. And at this moment I can hear all the Worthing guys shouting, hollering and cheering (laughs) down on the the sunny coast there. Uh, But also Pastor Jonathan uh, oversees and works with a lot of our partnering leaders and churches in the UK and uh, overseas. And has a lot of the relational connection. Does a lot in terms of connecting with with their leadership teams and and whatnot in different ways. And obviously, when we are able, travels out quite a bit. Everything's on Zoom at the moment. All and Zoom. So, mate, it's Zoom great miles. to uh, it's great to be together this morning, it is. actually in person. Oh, I know it's amazing, isn't it? It's having, cool. having this conversation. So, um, I know you're kind of through the other side yep. of the health challenges that that you've had. Yeah. And uh, but it'd be just great to hear. A little some of that journey this morning, okay? Because uh, I know you're a person of faith, uh, you're a very positive, uppy person, and uh, you, and you want to create that environment around your life Absolutely. and help others to create that same environment, which is brilliant. And so it's interesting when you get a, a, a health challenge, how you dealt with that right. and some of the other stuff that, that yeah, comes yeah, with yeah. it. Exactly. So maybe can you just give us a little bit of a context of kind of what what happened or what started to happen what 18 months sure, years yeah ago. i mean it, i mean yes I, I i know
1: that god can do amazing things i've seen them yeah and experience them but in 2018 so um 18 months ago uh, i was celebrating a great birthday we, when we could meet and have parties you remember those days they're coming <laughs> back, back in the, they're back coming the back day, yeah. but back in the day back in the old days Yeah. Um, Great party, celebrating a birthday for me. Loads of family, friends, grandchildren. I know I don't look old enough. You were going to say it, but you didn't. But loads of grandchildren in the house. Great yeah. party. Yeah. Day later, um, somebody in the in our church, the the, wide, the whole church here, had a bit of a need. Went with one of the guys from the congregation. Uh, Simon's dad actually was on here last week, and um, we knew that God wanted to speak into this guy's life. He was quite critically ill. Yeah and went to that, and God did something amazing. It was great, and I'm kind of used to that. It's like, I expect that.
0: Yeah.
1: The next day, getting up for work, went to the loo. That's a bit odd. Let's not getting into the details, because it's a family show. (laughs) Bit odd, felt a bit uncomfortable. It was like, this is weird. Phoned up the surgery and said, what happened? I said, oh, you know, it's okay, we'll we'll get an appointment for you. Drove up to the office, and by the time I got to the office, there were four or five missed messages on my phone saying, Mr Dyke, please come back because of the symptoms that you're describing, we need to give you some tests. Didn't even unpack my car up at the office, went back in it. drove all the way back to um, to the coast and had some tests and they basically said, with the symptoms that you're describing, with the tests that, you're, that we've found, it, you have possibly, one of two cancers in your body, right, um, so I went from celebration, family, everybody together god 's doing something amazing to my own personal challenge, yeah, and to be honest, it freaked me out to begin with, right uh, walked walk back from the surgery, and in my head, and I, I believe fear, the biggest conversation place where we have fear conversations is in between our ears. Sure. It's false expectations appearing real. Right. and We can be the biggest crowd to cheer on fear if we listen to it for too long. Right. And I experienced that on my 10 minute walk back from the surgery. I was having all kinds of outrageous thoughts. You won't see your grandchildren again. You won't see Christmas again. What are people gonna think? You know, you're supposed to be the man of faith and power. This ship, all of this right, rubbish right, right. that was going on in my own crowd, which yeah. was me and all this rubbish. Right. It was extraordinary, Clive. I could not believe that I was hearing all of this because it sounded like
0: me. Right. <laughs> it was like, not that I'm, you know... Well, I think it's, it's interesting though, isn't it? Because, you know, when we... When we we have thoughts like that we think that the enemy the voice of the enemy is going to sound really really obvious right it's Going to sound like an ogre or or like something you know right um but yet he he fires accusations and he fires this negative at us to to freak us out in that sense yeah um and and like you said it doesn't sound like the enemy sounds more like me and my own thoughts. It's yeah. probably a mixture of the two, isn't it? Yeah, Ourselves and, and then the exactly. compound of the enemy. I think partly the enemy uses that because
1: we're familiar with our own voice. Right. And it's very subtle because yeah. because I journal. So here's a good point. Right. So I journal my journey, right, I have done ever since I became a Christian 40 years ago nearly, is I write all kinds of stuff down. It used to be on a notepad technology now it's on a device yeah but i journal stuff so even though i was getting all of this conversation going in my head i knew it wasn't god okay because i know what god sounds like yeah yeah and i and i think journaling the journey uh, made me realize on this 10 minute walk lots of different things which i know we're going to chat about but the first thing was is that god's voice you can recognize it. it not only does it sound different it feels different it doesn't accuse. It doesn't remind you of your past. It doesn't lay stuff on you to, to make you self-focused. Sure. Because part of my response was, well, what am I going to do then? And it's like, I can't do anything. If that's the way that this journey is going to go, then I need to know what God is saying. Right. So I, I, I suppose in that little 10-minute journey, I went out to see my son. He wasn't there. And it's like, well, that doesn't help. I need to talk to somebody. Because what I've learned as well as ju- journaling the journey, It's the conversation that we hear in our own head always has a side to it. Once you begin to speak it out, it it deals with certain things, it brings things into the light and it clarifies it. But I I felt that in in that 10 minute journey, which was the beginning of a whole process that we'll talk about in a moment, is the Lord was saying to me, I, I want a new intimacy with you because I got very used to believing in faith. I, I could faith. I can believe God for anything, but Jesus wanted to take me on a different journey, which wasn't about healing sp- specifically. It was about knowing Him in a different way. Right.
0: Sure. So, 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 <clears throat> being in the doctor's surgery or the hospital, wherever it was, and, yep. and 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 they give you this potential diagnosis yep. of something, yep. and and that walk home of. <laughs> what is going on and exactly. all that stuff going on in your head. Right. So was it during that initial few minutes that you got this sense of God wants to do something or, or, or what, what did you do with what was going on in your head? Because obviously you weren't necessarily expecting that. I mean, you got up that day not expecting, you, here's another day, off we go. But the day sort of had a bit of a turn to it. So how did you begin to deal with what was going on in your head at that moment? For me, it was um, recognising that, that that isn't what God is saying.
1: Right, recognizing that God is saying something, or He's certainly being something. Because I found sometimes just being with God, knowing that you're saved, knowing that you're a Christian, knowing that because of that God is for you, all those things began to counteract all this conversation. It's like God hasn't left me, God hasn't forsaken me. Right. It's a little bit like doing my own first minute in in my own mind. I even. F- find myself sometimes, and this was one of those times particularly, talking to myself a little bit because I, I want to hear the sound of what God's voice sounds like. Right. Sometimes I'll just speak it out. Right. You know That isn't me. I'm, that, that is not the diagnosis that I'm gonna have. That's, this is not the end of the journey. This is just the beginning of finding God in a fresh way. But I couldn't just think it out. The, the worst place to have a conversation is in our own head. Speaking it out is, is the key. Um, so I was talking it out, that's not, you know, that's not God, this is God, thank you Lord that you've, you're for me. Thanksgiving is, a, is another part of journaling. It's a good principle. In all things give thanks, and this was certainly in all things. And i found in a fresh way, it's easy to give thanks when everything's going well. Mm. But God wanted to show me another level of what Thanksgiving does, which is when things are not going in quotes well, give thanks anyway. And that's a choice, I had to make a choice. I'm either going to listen to the sound in my head, right. the noise, or I'm going to change the narrative of it. Sure, yeah. And yeah. I chose to change the narrative of yeah. it. So I ended up singing. People in my little town must, I mean, must have thought I was a bit odd. I was just <laughs> singing. Um, any song that I could think of really, and even some that I couldn't just made them up, I was singing so that I could hear it. And it shut the noise down.
0: Right. So was that something that developed over the next few days and weeks yeah so not oh, obviously not just in that first 10 minutes yeah. when you walk home <laughs> yeah so so in that concert you heard some news yeah that you weren't expecting right um you're a person of faith and you normally like just faith it and say, yeah. like, well let's just pray and hit that yeah i, I know you 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 asked simon and i you, you walked we were having a chat one day and, and you walked in and said hey guys can you just pray for me Yeah. yeah. Um, and we we're like what's up and you because you, we obviously didn't know uh, at this point and you said to us just pray and um, at that moment when we prayed it was like cause we' all of us are like we're not having this exactly um, you know so we prayed and I know something happened at that point in you yes it did yourself so at that moment what what happened or what did God say to you
1: I, I think there was a couple of things that happened, including that that moment. Firstly, this this kind of intimacy that I felt the Lord wanted me to come into with Him yeah. was also with other people. And you know, I love some, love you, but it's I'm not, I'm not usually someone that goes around saying I've got this issue. Well, can you pray with me? You know, it's like sure. let's just agree in faith and love. But that isn't always a faith lifestyle. That can just be, I have faith in my confession, rather than I've actually got faith in in Jesus and who he is. So even before, I think that was the Wednesday morning, so this was Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I, I had to make a decision. I'm gonna to have to be vulnerable here. right? And I'm gonna share, share, what a funny word. I'm gonna be open with people, the people that I trust, people that I know believe God and know God, and I'm gonna open up a vulnerability in my life, regardless of what they may or may not think. Okay. And all of that happened yeah. before that Wednesday morning, Right. because I think fear wants to force us to work things out on our own.
0: Yeah, fear wants to isolate us. Right, it, it yeah. wants to
1: make us feel yeah. Yeah. lonely and alone. Yeah. And, and I know that with Jesus, I'm never alone. It can sometimes feel lonely, but being lonely and alone are not the same. In the same way, I also realised in this journey, that the Lord doesn't protect us from everything that goes on, but he does protect us in everything that goes on. It's a different
0: Right, thing. sure, yeah.
1: So on that Wednesday, it's like, oh, no, Pastor Clive, if he, if he knows about this, what's he gonna think? What's he gonna th-? All of these conversations <laughs> that we all have in our head, yeah. and they're weird, and weird. And some of you might be thinking, watching this, thinking, well, you know, we shouldn't be like that. I had to deal with all of that. Yeah. It's like, You should be thinking like this, and what are people gonna say? And it can be very easy to feel condemned and very easy to feel guilty and ashamed. But I know Jesus took my guilt when I gave my life to him, and I knew he dealt with shame when I gave my life to him. This was just smoke and mirrors. But the way through it was, I'm gonna tell these guys because I know they know God. I know they're people of faith and relationship. So I enter Simon first and said, mate, it's Clive around today? Be great, really, to pray about something. He said, What is it? I said, Well, I've got this diagnosis or potential. This sim- symptoms are coming up, yeah, and yeah. this is what they're saying. Yeah, again, you, and you didn't know anything about it, but in that time, and it wasn't very long, it, no. minutes, I think. Yeah, it felt like longer because in that moment, it literally felt like. All that that conversation that I'd had, boom, it was dead, toast, gone, silent. And instead of it, was just, and hear what I'm saying here. I didn't really feel that I was in the room with either of you. I knew I was in the room with the one who heals us and the one who's for us. And, And it didn't matter whether you prayed or not. It didn't matter whether you were the men of power for the hour or not. What mattered is that Jesus was for me and he was going to carry me through. His diagnosis was the diagnosis. Sure. But something physically happened in me. I believe I received a touch from God, if you want to call it. Again, I'm not into that emotionalism of, you know, the hair standing on my head. I mean, to be honest. I don't have a lot it's do you know what idea, I mean? You were going to say that. <laughs> but I don't get that. Yeah. I don't get that. Sure. It was just that sense that you mentioned at the beginning of substance. I just knew that it was going to be all right. Right. I just knew. I don't know
0: how I knew. I knew why I knew. It's because Jesus said it was going to be all right. Right. And it was awesome. So in that in that moment something happened. Yeah. And <clears throat> and obviously God spoke to you. And you had that assurance of of everything's going to be okay, or everything's okay, or I'm healed, or whatever it it, it yeah. was in that moment. Obviously, then there was a a bit of a journey from that first week, yeah, to to everything that there was was then clarified with the diagnosis, the yeah. treatment that you then had to kind of go through, operations and whatnot. And and so, how how did you? Because a, a lot of the time when we something comes up, like a diagnosis or a situation, sometimes we can feel like because we're sick, we failed. Right, exactly. Well, there's something wrong with us, yeah. or I'm out of sorts with God. And I know you weren't out of sorts with God, do you know what I mean? You're a person of faith, you walk with Him, you hear from Him and everything. So, and, and I think one of the things God wants to deal with in any of our lives is that if something comes up, it's not because we're getting it wrong or we've messed up or we're a failure. I think God wants to lift that right wrong pressure very good. off people. Yeah, very good. Uh, but sometimes things happen like you say, yeah. and, and God then comes into the situation with us to walk through it to come out the other side. So um from from that moment onwards, some of the scriptures because I, I said to you the other day, you know, what were the scriptures that really that God used and really spoke to you. And there was one particular one, well, there's several that you sent, but there's one particular in Proverbs 4, 20 yeah. to 27, that scripture. Why, I mean, I know it will come on the screen maybe in different ways. Let's just talk through some of what's in there for a few moments yeah, yeah. And, and how that helped you from the moment where you, you got the diagnosis, stuff was going on in your head then, but also you knew, hang on a minute, I don't have to accept this, there is another way because you know the truth, like oh. many of us know the truth. So um, God obviously did something and spoke at that moment, but yep. then there was a process to yep. see that outworked. So, so how, why was Proverbs 4 in those verses so, so powerful? What, what's in some of those verses?
1: I'm gonna to have to be careful when I share this yeah. because only because I don't know what God's... Emotionally, yeah. God stirred up something in me about him being my father. Right, because the very first part of this is my son. Right, and what I realised, because you mentioned lots of things, I think people deal with, and I did, which is, do I deserve it? What have I done? Right. That. Yeah. But when we know that God is Father, yeah, and I'm not just a son, and if you're giving life to Jesus, you're not just a son, but you become a my son. There was something. Can I use this word? Possessed me. In, in the positive sense of the word, sure. that God wanted to possess my life in a deeper and in a real way. My son, pay attention to what I say. What does that mean? It means I, I was paying attention to loads of different things. You know, success, failure, debt, all of that stuff. But the Lord wanted to take me on a journey of discovery to pay attention to what he is saying. Right. Because what he is saying comes out of who he is. Not whether I've earned anything, deserve anything, or don't deserve anything, uh, but he who he is. Turn your ear toward my words. That was yeah. a bit of a challenge to be honest. You know, I'm used to you know reading the Bible and teaching the Bible. But, but the challenge was there's another way that I want to speak to you as a son right. or as a daughter, which you're going to have to turn towards. Right which means you have to turn away from all the noise. Right. So it's quite detailed. And I think sometimes the loudest noise gets our attention. Yeah. And actually, usually it's the stillest noise that we need to focus on. Right. And I suppose I put this down to all of us hear all kinds of noises, even when we are asleep, you know, from when we get up to when we've had breakfast, if we have devices on, we've heard hundreds thousands of voices noises but we want to listen to the voice of the holy spirit mm. so the law was saying to me you know you, you heard all these words every time i because i was on a fast track every two weeks i was rocking up to chichester at the hospital right. every two weeks right. for eight months right and, and the sound there is not of health it's of people being cared for being healed Hopefully, you know, the guys are doing a phenomenal job now. Yeah, yeah. They were then. Yeah. But it's not a place that you go to hear the conversation of, yes, I'm all right. Generally, it's because people are not very well. Yeah. So in that environment, I was listening to a different voice, which is actually, God's made me well i'm not here today for my cat scan which i had the mri scan which is like the most expensive tin can you're ever going to be in for 20 minutes i've never never done anything like it it's right. like a coke can um, other other soft drinks are available um, it, it's incredible but all of those times I, I was there to change the sound in the waiting room to change the sound in the queue to change the sound even with the staff why because the Lord has said, "Turn your ear." I believe there is something with in all of our journey. Even if you don't know God yet, we're all listening yeah. to something, yeah. and God wants us to listen yeah. differently. Yeah. Then it goes on. It says, "Do not let them out of your sight." So, what did I do with that? Well, I bought some um, earbuds. Right. You know, I, I thought it was cool. I thought it was nice. You know, but in them was Scripture in them was worship and praise not because i was trying to come up with some you know religious attitude but every word just had a different meaning
0: yeah you want you wanted to to fill right your heart and your mind with the truth exactly exactly not allow the space that can go on in here To be filled with other stuff. Precisely. Remember that in our
1: head is where we have the loudest conversation. And I was just letting God in. I was letting the God voice in. What is the Bible? It's God's thoughts written down so people like us can understand it.
0: Right,
1: right. I want to know what God thinks. Yeah, yeah. And it went on then, keep them within your heart. And it was like, as I was hearing uh, the scriptures and the songs, I was kind of echoing them. I wasn't just listening to them. Right. I was saying, yeah, Lord, that's me. I'm receiving that. That's who I am. That's what I have. That's what I can do. And I was receiving them. And even on times, you know, when you've been poked and prodded around everywhere. Yeah. Your body's telling you one thing. Right. Which is, you know. Negative. Clear Pain, off. Hurt and all that. that yeah. I mean, it wasn't sure. very comfortable, do you know what yeah. I mean? I'm yeah. a bloke and it wasn't very comfortable. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> job, yeah, again, it's a family show. Um, but the language that these guys use is is very scientifically factual, medical, and it's brilliant. It's awesome. Yeah, sure. right? But I was already ready. There was some. There was a different narrative going on in my heart
0: because I I fueled it right. with Thanksgiving. Right, right. So what was it? It's interesting then. So sometimes we can like if you were going to the hospital every two weeks. Yeah, it's very easy, isn't it? Then to live. From one hospital visit to the next, exactly thinking what are they going to say when I go next? Thinking from a point of view of is it going to be better or worse, you know. So instead of it sounds like instead of waiting for the next hospital visit and what That's they're going it. to say, what they're going to do to me next, it was more well, actually, I'm not living by hospital visits exactly and what they're going to say or not. Exactly. I'm actually going to fill my heart, my mind, who I am with. What God is saying with His thoughts, because I'm living according to Him, Very good. and not necessarily the hospital visits. Uh, from what you've just been yeah, exactly saying, um, yeah. And it says here, for for these things, they're life to those who find them, and health. There you go to one's Our whole body. body. Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, I was I was doing like a preemptive strike. Let's put it that right. way. Brilliant. So even before I got in the car, I mean, I mean, you this season, 2018, end of. There were literally some days where I was in one hospital and Janet, my wife, was with her dad in another hospital because he was going through, that's another story. It's a good story, but it's another story. And and in that, we'd already started the conversation with the Lord, with the Holy Spirit. When, When the letters came back to say whatever, I already kind of had written my own one in my head, in my heart, it was like, whatever this says, it's progress. Whatever whatever the conclusion is, it's one step nearer to, to, to my body catching up with what I know God's done. Right, because right. Because it was uncomfortable, it was tiring. Right. But there was just something about the Word and the Spirit of God that being with them, because I, I see the Bible as a person. It's got a personality because it's Jesus. Just being with Jesus mm. is healthy. Yeah, yeah. But it was, I found that the way I was thinking about other people changed. Remember, for me, part of the breakthrough was this intimacy. Right. How do I discover a new intimacy with the Lord and yeah. with people? Yeah. It's pretty much the same way, to be honest. Vulnerability. Accountability. Saying that, actually, all this stuff has happened to me, but it doesn't define who I am. All this stuff, I might have thought I deserve it or I don't deserve it but it doesn't, it's not my identity. Right. My identity is, I'm a son of God. Right. Or you're a daughter of whoever, is I belong to Jesus, and he knows how to sort it out. After all, he did make my body, he did put it together, but every time the letter was coming, and then it's got the next appointment, because they're very thorough, very diligent. Sure, yeah. Um, I found that the narrative changed when I was in the hospital. And it changed from um, the first few, which is I'm here and they're gonna catch up with, the, with what I know God has done. Right. So it's quite focused a little bit on me in a positive way, but it still was on me. The last three or four or five visits, I'm gonna come here and I'm gonna, I'm gonna make someone's life better. Because to be honest, I was the youngest in most of these wards by a significant amount. And I looked around. I mean, you could overhear the conversations because of the, you know, the closeness of the sure. way in rooms. You had yeah. all these things stuck in your... It, it was all very open. You know, walking around with these gowns on, you have to put on back to front. And everything's sure. sticking out. Do you know what I mean? It's like, really? But, <laughs> but, but it deals with, with... You can't have any shame in a place like that. Um, but I found myself not just listening to the narrative that was going on around me, but having an opportunity to speak into it. Sure. You know, it wasn't about you know sort yourself out
0: or whatever. It was just being positive. Right. So it's interesting then. So on your on your own journey of that th- health challenge. Yep. Uh, you knew God had spoken to you, which is important. So I mean, obviously God spoke to you right at the beginning right. of your situation. Right. Uh, and so you had this sense of peace or assurance. Sometimes people. Hear diagnosis, and it and and it can take a while to hear something from the Lord because of all the the voices going on. Yeah, and maybe people not know, knowing. Well, great, Pastor Jonathan, you you know you obviously know how to hear the Lord, and you've been doing this and that and the other for years. So you probably found it easy to hear the Lord right at the beginning. I mean, sometimes any of us could think that, yeah. you know. Um, and maybe sometimes it takes a bit longer because. Circumstances can overwhelm us sometimes, right. um, and and we're like, I don't know how to hear God in the middle of all of this. Um, so, in, in that context, we we are obviously wanting to silence or or the the noise in our head, and and take some moments. Say, okay, God, I want to I want to hand this thing over to you. Yield this thing over to you. But I want to hear from you in the middle of it. Even that still small voice, which then begins to change the narrative in our own hearts and, yep. and head towards everything so on that on this journey then um, you're obviously fueling your heart and mind with the word whether you're reading it or the worship going on <clears throat> or some of the stuff you listen to in terms of just speaking the truth yep. of your own life but the symptoms were still going on yep. in that sense so you're going to the hospital the symptoms are still there yep. um, and but yet you're fueling yourself with truth, but you know actually the outcome's gonna be all right, it's gonna be okay. Yep. Um, so in the middle of that, while you're going through that, you st- I know because you're, you're still involved in what we were doing, you're still praying for people and seeing them healed. Exactly. Uh, you were still traveling out and about and people God was doing all exactly. sorts of things. So I think sometimes the enemy wants to put our life on hold because right. of something going on. Right. And until that's sorted, we're not going to move forward, whereas actually, no matter what the circumstance, God wants to continue us to continue going forward with him. Um, and so um, I, I love the fact that you, you were saying, I was in the hospital. I'm still working through what's happening in my body, but I'm still speaking life to others, praying for people, and God's still healing people and doing stuff around me, even though... In the natural, that sounds like a contradiction. Yep. You're praying for people to get healed, but you're you're exactly. not well yourself. Exactly. And God's obviously not limited huh. in 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 that way. So so just kind of because obviously from a time point of view, we if um you're kind of going through the journey, you're going in and out of the hospital, you're getting to the point. So what what ended up happening in terms of operations or whatever, and then what was happening in terms of what God did, the two working together. But well,
1: what was incredible in this kind was you know had it's funny how things can happen in our physical and we just deal with them, we cope with them. Yeah. It's a little bit like, well, maybe it's not a good analogy, sometimes we have a car, we drive it around and the brakes start to fade. Or just, somebody else gets in it and thinks, what are you driving it like that? So we have a checkup every year right. for a car. And what I was finding was there was just physical things around my body that I was just coping with. Right. And it's almost like I'd accepted them. Okay. Even though, I don't have to um so through this journey they didn't find any any cancer nothing oh
0: right internally okay. nothing yeah, yeah
1: after all kinds of examinations physical electronic but they did find something else which was causing the symptoms that i was getting without this whole process they never would have found it right and when i sat in the room with the consultant he was saying Mr. Dyke, if you don't sort this out, it's going to, his words were, plague you in your older years. Now, I don't like plagues, you don't like plagues, no. we don't want plagues, right? Yeah. But to be honest, it was a bit embarrassing, the, the kind of operation. He's like, oh, okay. Right. So I, I, I chose at the time not to go down that route immediately. Right. Um,
0: but when I come through, why, op- why was that? I think what, from, a, from an apprehension point of view, a little bit of a apprehension, bit of like, a little that, bit of or? apprehension,
1: like oh, I don't know, you know, yeah. I, I get, I get the, the, the cancer journey, I get that, sure. and I know that, the, and it was almost like the Lord said, what are you, what are you thinking? It's, it's, it's like, I think when the word cancer comes out, or um, divorce, or suicide, or rec- there's some words that just in them carry something really powerful in our head. And, and what I discovered is anything that is going to be in, going to be a story about our health, our well-being. As far as God's concerned, it's the same. He wants to deal with all of it, whether it's toothache, cold, broken. It doesn't matter what it is. But in this journey, they found something else which was internally. You never would have found it. Right. But the symptoms. I was dealing with it all the time. Right. So uh, last June. So a few months after I came out, the all clear, yeah, can't find anything wrong with you. In fact, the last operation that they did on the two-week track, the um, urologist came out and said, no, your, in- your insides are pristine. Well, I'm, I never would have called my insides pristine. I don't know whether you would yours, but they did, it's pristine. It's like, cool. However, we do want to do this. So I had, I had this bit of surgery, was in hospital, and uh, they sorted all of that out. And the amazing thing about that particular procedure was it was in lockdown. So, I was the only person in a whole male ward, which was extraordinary. It's like being private. Right. Had the surgery, came into recovery, and the the one extremely loving and kind um, recovery nurse was part of a huge church in Chichester. And he was only there that day. So, what did we do? We spent an hour and a half talking about Jesus, praying for each other in the hospital ward, and I, I'm looking back at that, thinking, "God, you, you're just amazing."
0: Yeah, yeah. You're just, yeah,
1: really amazing. Not yeah. only did you sort out, or you, did you, did you come, bring to the surface what the issue was, you sorted out what it could have been, and you just blessed me at the end of it. And I think that, uh, so. That was back in June, and. um just knowing the hand of the Lord on the whole thing, knowing that um, his, his word is the last word. It's, you know, Everybody, no one is exempt from having to deal with fear and stuff. And it's not like we have to think, we've got to find a phone box, run in it, change it to Superman gear and come out again. But Jesus, he, he's the answer in it. He's the one that takes us through it. And, and what I found, and I'm still finding, is the intimacy side of Jesus is where we get our health and life from.
0: Right, right. It's interesting because some of... I oh, know we haven't got time no. to go into them this morning, but the other scriptures that you had, um, <laughs> yes. none of them none of them were about healing. No. Um, no not or, specifically. Or, or specifically yeah. about yeah. the actual situation, the circumstance. Yeah. Uh, they were actually pointing you to who God is, exactly. and a response exactly. to who God is. So it's in. I think often in our lives, we, in a situation, we want or we think we need to hear God speak about the situation. God, what are you saying? Exactly. And yet, even that proverb scripture, yes, it, it, all the things it said, it, it says these things. You know, it brings health to one's whole body, but it's literally two or three words amongst the whole paragraph of truth about who God is and right. what happens when we respond to him, listen to him and this, that and the other. And the other scriptures the same, they weren't specifically about health or healing, but yet in your journey of a health challenge, God was speaking, but not specifically about that, right. but yet the health thing changed yep. because of that. They, they couldn't find any cancer in the end, no. in terms of they said, look, you've got one or two cancers, yep. Um, and then they couldn't find any. Right. So in that in that period of a few months, whatever was going on from a cancer point of view, obviously went out the window, di- died, disappeared. They couldn't find it in the That's end, um, which is amazing. Yep. Um, and then obviously the other scenario, which then you had to have an operation for. Yep. And I think it'd be good to say here, wouldn't it, that sometimes if we need an operation, it's okay. Exactly. Um, that that you know, God anoints people to be doctors, nurses. Uh, in the medical profession, do not And and people have gifts in their lives to do that. And so to have an operation isn't uh, it doesn't undermine your faith? No, not at all in that uh, sense. Uh, so because on one level you had a, a supernatural healing for part of it, but then you had an operation exactly. for another part of it. So, but,
1: but, but another thing as well that the Lord did, and I look back at it and think this is funny, is I went into the first little um, urology clinic, you know, the cancer clinic, as I yeah. and, and the person that that um, checked me out was probably younger than my youngest daughter bright cookie very clever and you know they're messing around and doing all kinds kinds of things and I thought well that's great never going to see her again and so I had my surgery she was the same person that did the surgery remembered me oh Mr Dyke great to see you it's like well you know me as well as most people know me do you know what I mean but 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 that I totally agree the Lord said after surgery he could have done it but he spoke and right. it was right. And it was all right. Right. And in that yeah. moment, you know, it all went brilliantly. I was in there a good amount. But then the Lord topped it off by having this lovely guy there with me. Now, I know it's not always going to be like that with people, but God uses medical science. He uses it. Yeah. yeah. And the more medical science digs and develops, the more it realises that you can only do so much to heal the body, but
0: ultimately God can do all of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? yeah.
1: So yeah, if, if you need
0: to do that, do that. So through that whole period, that eight, nine, ten months and and, yeah. and whatnot, and then everything was okay and then you had to yeah. go back ultimately for that second thing for the for the actual yeah. there was a gap, weren't there, before yeah, yeah. your operation. So, so during that time, what was was the enemy or were there still voices of, of um you're not gonna get well, this isn't gonna happen. Um, do you know what I mean? I know exactly stuff, what you mean. Was, was that still was that still going on during that the, time? The biggest the biggest nag was they missed it. Right. Okay.
1: Well, they must have missed it. And it's like, shut up. I mean, I literally, sometimes, we've just got to silence the nagging voice. Right. Just shut up. Right. That's not right. Uh, and, and again, I was teaching in the Bible school, travelling all right over the place. Yeah. And, and even in the middle of that, you hear this little voice saying, if everybody knew what was really going on in your life, shut up. Right, right. Be... Quiet, Right. and the way to silence it, and I know it's, not, it's in one of the scriptures, yeah. is build a wall of praise. Brilliant. It's a wall, it's physically, spiritually a defense. I'm inside the wall with Jesus, everything else is outside of the wall. Build a wall of thanksgiving. Yeah. It helps, it's a defense mechanism. It also, I believe, helps heal our minds and our bodies. Build a wall of praise. Just go around singing. If you don't know the words, make one up.
0: Right.
1: That is yeah. just let there be something coming out of us, which is it's a preemptive strike on yeah. all these noises. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I had all of that. Oh, even this morning, I was up there. There was uh, what, the voice I heard was you're just gonna have to make it up. It didn't really happen. It's like shut up. That's right. just not true. Crazy, isn't it? The end. Behave yourself. A liar, isn't he? Tell you what. I tell you what. <laughs> tell you what. Oh. But also, if you don't, if you listen to it twice. I'll then say, you shouldn't listen to me. And you could feel condemned. You could, behave, come on, Jesus. Jesus set me free from all of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's symptoms, it's not the root. The root is, my life is now right with God because of God. And he looks after my body and he looks after my family. And even in in the wider setting, you know, like Sid mentioned, I know time's running, but, you know, we, we had other issues going on in terms of uh, health assignments and maybe people having their family. And after a cycle of health, it might be going on for 10, 20, 30 years, whatever. We might think, what have we done? Or, you know, is there something about our life? No, there isn't. It's, God's got a resolution. He's got an answer. He's got something to say and something to do to break that pattern. Yeah. To break that cycle. Brilliant. And don't own... What Jesus owns, he said i 've taken healing don't don't own sickness and don't let it own you, mm. so every day of this ten months, every day I was thanking god i 'm healthy i 'm well yeah i'm getting stronger every day, getting better every day you 've got to own it but don't don't be apathetic
0: sure. about right. it like faith is active isn't right because it? Yeah. It yeah.
1: it, it, I think apathy can sometimes lead us to be a bit pathetic it 's like oh what and i, I don't want to be apathetic i 'm going to
0: grab what god has grabbed me with right and use it brilliant so guys just to that proverbs 4 20 to 27 that a brilliant few verses to to kind of read and meditate on and let god speak to you not just from a healing point of view but any scenario that is going on at this moment and and let him speak into your life and and what other other scriptures he might give you because whatever he says to you is going to be relevant in terms of how he wants to walk you through to come out the other side of whatever it is that you're in the middle of. So, mate, would it be all right if you just um, just prayed? Uh, and I know God wants to heal some people this I morning, enable people to receive. Yep, yep. So, so we, should we just pray? And great. You just lead that through for a few minutes.
1: Yeah. I mean, before we pray, just a reminder. That God, God intends us to receive. He intends to give to us. So, Father, I want to thank you you're a good shepherd, you're a good father. I thank you right now in people's rooms, in their houses, even if they're watching on the car, that you presence yourself in people's lives right now. I thank you that you silence the noise of the enemy and you replace it with the sound of your voice. I thank you that you remove the violence from people's borders, and I speak peace into your life. Marriages, single people, young people, the peace of Christ, let that rule in your life. I thank you for those that have got symptoms. We we speak to those symptoms right now. And we silence those right now. And we thank you for release of your word, Lord, of your spirit. That's the last word, the creative word, the healing word. I thank you for people's minds. Mental health is such a thing at the moment. But I thank you today for people's peace of mind. And I speak peace to the troubled mind right now. Calm to the anxious thoughts right now. He is your peacemaker. He is your storm calmer. Thank you, Lord. I thank you for peace in people's bodies, well-being. It will be well with your soul. For those that have got a diagnosis, and maybe it's not a good one, I thank you, Lord, that your word is the last word on every diagnosis. You write the last order report, which is, it will be well. And I thank you, Lord, that you do that right now you present yourself and you say this is my son or my daughter turn your ear towards me do not let your heart be troubled trust in me and i thank you for the miracles the healings right now that you are giving and releasing to everyone watching or listening we thank you for the stories the more that we celebrate you the more we provide a platform for greater miracles, so I thank you right now, in the wonderful, awesome name of Jesus. Oh,
0: yes, thank man. you, Lord. Thank, thank you, God. Jesus. Yeah, Father, I just thank you that people just receive healing uh, this morning. Uh, just uh, if you got some kind of symptom going on in your body, I want to encourage you now just to 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 give that to the Lord. Literally, wherever you are now, whatever it is, to say, Father, this is what's going on in my body, and this doesn't belong to me. It's not my sickness. You dealt with this on the cross. And so Jesus, I hand this thing over to you now. And Father, I, I just take hold of what you've given to me, which is my health and wholeness, and I thank you that you work and move in my heart and my life right now, with your healing grace thank you jesus but i just thank you that symptoms are leaving people's bodies yes yes, yes right yes. now thank you father thank you Lord. joints and aches and pains right. and muscle issues right being healed i thank you jesus thank you father you just work on moving people's lives at this moment i think today is a day of healing thank you some miracles are going to be started in this moment, miracles in motion being released right now. Yes, yes. Thank yes, you, yes, Father. Yes. Amen. We praise your name. I want to encourage you, um, whatever your situation, use those Proverbs 4 verses 20 to 27 and, and read them, meditate on them and respond to them because there's life in the response to the Word as well because some of that scripture says, as we do what the Word says, certain things will happen in us just because the word is activated Mm -hmm. so I want to encourage you now this morning if you've been connected in but you don't know Jesus and you've been watching this thinking wow I haven't heard anything like that before um, that God can heal cancer or God can do things like that and work in people's lives in that way then uh, it must be real then but if you know something's kicking off in you right now that says hey I want to take a step towards Jesus then please get in touch with us right Info. At kingdomfaith.com, okay. info at KingdomFaith.com Please send us in an email and we'll get in touch with you and, and we can call you, we can email you, we can talk with you, help you, pray with you and uh, if you're in a household now with other Christians maybe after we close in a few minutes uh, the meeting you can turn to them and say, hey, can you tell me more about Jesus? What does it mean to know him and give my life to him? in that way and just see what God is going to do and can do Very good. in your in your life. So guys, be really really blessed. hope you found that really helpful this morning and uh, let's continue to get a hold of God so we, we walk and live in a place of faith and not in anything else. It, there's a journey to it so don't let, allow the enemy to condemn you. If you have a tough day, a struggling day just get up and say, right, I'm going to move forward and get a hold of what God says so that I have victory over this what, what's going on in me at this, this moment So guys be blessed today And uh, before Colin comes up and finishes Let's just check out this uh, video on Alpha Thank you for listening to this Kingdom Faith podcast We trust it's been an encouragement to you For more information and resources from Kingdom Faith And our other audio and video podcasts Please visit www.kingdomfaith.com